Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Much like last night or early this morning, I guess, with the Yankees, you know, I don't want to waver anymore. I don't want to ride the emotional roller coaster day in, day out, week in, week out, and go up and down with these two clubs who have been inconsistent throughout the course of the year. And even coming off of the sweep of the Red Sox, you know, you know, or by the Red Sox, Red Sox sweeping the Yankees, of course. I was saying that I still believe the Yankees are going to be a good team and get this thing figured out even before Aaron Judge comes back. You know, watch this the next two weeks they'll go on a run like they always do. Well, the same but kind of different with the Mets after a big win. Now this was maybe their best win of the year as far as a complete effort, a total dominant performance from every aspect where you look at Max Scherzer, probably his best start as a Met. I mean, I know it's coming off of a couple of duds in important games, and this was a a lot less important because people are just basically waving the white flag, saying it's already over for the Mets. So Scherzer goes out there with essentially the pressure off and gets into the eighth inning, goes eight innings, allowing just the one earned run, just the four hits, striking out eight. So he was on... His game, I mean, this was arguably the best that we've seen Max Scherzer in a Mets uniform. But I still can't trust that this is going to be Max Scherzer more often than not moving forward. We've been down this road before. We saw the buildup. You know, the three starts prior to Atlanta, Max Scherzer was starting to turn the corner. And then Atlanta happened. With a 4-1 lead, he blows the game. Same thing with the Yankees. With another big lead, he blows the game. So... Just because he goes out there and dominates the Houston Astros, which was impressive and it was great to watch. And like we said, it it looked like vintage Scherzer, his best outing as a Met. But I can't trust that we're going to see this more often than not moving forward. And that's a huge part of the problem. One of the main reasons why I said the Mets were done a couple of weeks ago was because it was Scherzer who got beat and doing so after being given a lead. That just can't happen. But you did see, and look, we told you the offense wasn't the problem. Not that it's not a problem, potentially. Not that it's consistent and reliable. But you've seen the offense start to turn the corner. Really, over even the last couple weeks where the team has been struggling, they've still been able to score some runs. Whether it is Starling Marte being back, Francisco Lindor now all of a sudden, and you knew that he was going to write himself. It was just a matter of time. He's too good a player not to. Now, at the end of the year, is he going to be hitting 260? Uh, I'm not so sure about that. 
But generally, players like Lindor will play to the baseball reference page. I mean, that's just what they do. That's why he's a star player. That's why it's so disappointing and so shocking that the first two and a half months of the season have been a lost cause for Francisco Lindor. So you start to see him getting going. Tommy Pham has been terrific. Uh, you know, Vogelback, Daniel Vogelback picking it up all of a sudden. Who knew that all he needed was, you know, six days rest? Maybe he was tired. I don't know. Mentally, physically exhausted. He's actually started to square the ball up, hit it hard, hit it over the fence, hit it in a gap. Vogelback has been impactful. Now, I still think he's useless, but at least he's doing, and for the record, before people start to say, oh, we'll see, all oh, you guys wanted to get rid of Vogelback. Yeah, there's a reason why we wanted to get rid of him. He wasn't doing his job. This is what he should be doing every day. This is what he's supposed to do. He's getting paid to hit. He's a designated hitter. Hit. If he hits like this, nobody be saying get rid of him. So it's nice to see Vogelback have a nice couple of games for a change. But obviously, you get the A-type performance from the lineup. They go out there and score 11 runs. And you get the A performance from the you know one of their two aces or the guy who is supposed to be an ace in Max Scherzer. And now you have Verlander going later on tonight now, technically, as we turn to Tuesday morning on the fan. You have Verlander going against his former team later on tonight. And this is supposed to be the recipe for success. It's just a matter of now putting it together. But how many times? And this is why I can't, I can't sit here comfortably and say that that's going to be the case. How many times have we said the same exact thing dating back to the first week of May? All right, here we go. Forget about losing two out of three for, to Atlanta. Here we go. Restart the season. Scherzer, Verlander in that rotation together back-to-back -back against the crappy Tigers. And what happens? They get swept by the Tigers. All right, here we go. Home against the uh, the Rockies. They got to win a series. What happens? All right, uh, taking on the Reds and the and the Nationals. They'll be better. Here we go. Nope, losing the series. Then even after they had some success, winning five games in a row against the Rays and Guardians, they again lose four of six on the road. So like it's been up and down, up. Sweep the Phillies, get swept by the Blue Jays, get swept by Atlanta in embarrassing fashion. Lose two out of three to the Pirates. Like lose two out of three to the Cardinals. It's maybe rock bottom was losing two out of three to the Cardinals. But the problem with the Mets now is we've seen two and a half months of underperforming, inconsistent, flat-out bad baseball. Beating themselves, starting pitching, not doing enough, the offense inconsistent, bullpen getting beat up. Like, you name it, they've done it poorly. And it's been two and a half months. So while a night like... Last night, technically, Monday. While a game like that, 11-1 drubbing, big performances from almost everybody up and down the lineup, Max Scherzer looking dominant, while a game like that gives you hope, or you want it to give you hope, you cannot get sucked in. I know you want to, and believe me, a part of me wants to get sucked in too. It was fun watching that. The frustrating part is, they can't even do that two out of every three games. And that's exactly what they're going to need to do, and then some, if they want to be taken seriously to contend for a wild card spot. Now, up until this past weekend, I've been saying that even though their season is over, I meant over in terms of they're not even close to a championship team. I mean, that's pretty obvious. And... Even though I thought they were going to make the postseason, I never truly believed 
this team would ever make a run. And then after watching them lose two out of three to the Cardinals, even I was like, you know what, the playoffs, it's not, it's not going to happen. But then you see an eye like this, and you remember that, hey, this team should, at the very least, and it's not even a great accomplishment, by the way, not even a great accomplishment. This team, at the very least, should be a third wild card. At the very, it's the least they could do, the literal least that they could do. Do you have faith after seeing a performance like this? Are you going to get sucked in? Or do you need to see a lot more? I know I need to see more. Phillies are hot now. We know the Braves are gone. See ya. No way you're catching them. So you know the deal. With still plenty of season left, a team with plenty of talent on it, but has been a bad baseball team. Is there reason to hope after a performance like this? You know, and I'll continue to say what I've felt has been the biggest key all year long. It's Max Scherzer. The offense is what it is. Could it get better or or could they make it better, improve with adding a bat or whatever it may be? Absolutely. But the offense ultimately is not the biggest issue. And even in some of the, the worst losses that they've had, in particular the three games in Atlanta, the offense did enough. You get your starter a 4-1 lead, a three-run lead, multiple three-run leads, you, they've got to be able to, especially when their starters are Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, you got to be able to put that away. And they weren't. So the offense didn't fail them. It was the starting rotation and the bullpen. So it comes back to the starting rotation. Do you believe, you know, forget about Carlos Carrasco, who we know stinks, you know, unfortunately for him. And I like Carrasco, but way too inconsistent. And too many times just non-competitive. Tyler McGill, I don't trust, but as a back-end guy, I mean, look, not everybody's going to be lights out. Kodai Senga, a problem with his inconsistency as a third starter. Up and down, up and down. Verlander, I actually trust, although he's been inconsistent. I still trust him to get the job done more often than not. Do you trust Max Scherzer? After his last start, I was saying he's finished. At least finished as the pitcher that we knew him as. And then you watch him go do what he did. I mean, it can't be just as simple as, well, I got to fix the slider or I got to stop hanging the slider. Yeah, obviously. You couldn't figure that out against the Braves, of course. Couldn't figure that out against the Yankees. Now you figure it out against the Astros when you're basically dead and buried. What do you think Max Scherzer will be? I mean, that's what it comes down to. Whatever you think of Max Scherzer, it probably will line up for what you think this Mets season is going to be the rest of the way. And it's going to be an important couple of weeks here going into the trade deadline, or maybe more importantly, going into the all-star break to see if they'll be able to survive before the all-star break because of the tough schedule that they have. And a lot of times this year, outside of the brave games, the Mets have played up to their competition. And they're taking care of the Phillies. Uh, the, the Blue Jays is a different story, I guess, getting swept. But a lot of times I feel like the Mets have played their best against the best. Rays, uh, you know, the Dodgers early on in the year. Even that first series against Atlanta back at City Field end of April, the, the Mets lost two of three, but they played well. And then again, again, you see them against the Astros tonight, So or last night technically. Maybe you'll see the best the Mets have to offer here during this tough stretch. But it's an important couple of weeks. Because if they could show some signs of life, maybe they're worth investing in for 
Steve Cohen, Billy Epler at the trade deadline. If they don't, then maybe they consider breaking this whole thing down, getting rid of some pieces that they could get something back for and giving it a fresh start next year. So that's, I mean, if you don't want to look at the standings and all that right now, it's way early for that. If you want to hang your hat on something, that would be it. Seeing where this team is at so they can, you know, potentially decide if they're going to be buyers or sellers come trade deadline time. And this is going to be a rough stretch. Oh, whether the games are home or on the road, every opponent's a good one now. On even through the All-Star break. So they need to turn it on. When you see the other teams around baseball that were, you know, struggling a little bit, let's say the Phillies turning it on. You know, the, the Reds obviously have been red hot, and I don't know if they could turn it on or not, but geez, nine in a row for them. Who knew that they even had that gear? Giants playing well. Every team sort of make a run. Padres have won a couple. You start to see some of the teams that maybe were struggling a little bit sort of make a run. Do the Mets have a run in them? And isn't it funny, too, how you can watch this team for two and a half months and watch them play bad baseball, losing two out of three regularly, and all of a sudden, one win, no matter what you truly believe, as I said, deep down, I I don't believe in this team, but one win makes it feel like Hmm, you know what? Maybe they can get it going. All it takes to right the ship is a couple of wins. Win a couple of series. Get yourself back to 500. You look at it now. Well, they're only four games under. Maybe they get on a little streak here. But I'm not getting sucked in. Nope, not me. Not this time. I bought in last year. They proved me wrong. I wanted to believe this year. They proved me wrong. There's no chance they're catching the Braves. Everybody can agree on that. Although the Annalise may not, in fact, be over with the Marlins closing in on Atlanta. How about that? Just four and a half games back. Anyway, we know the Annalise is over for the Mets. But is the wild card spot over for the Mets? A night of hope because of the dominant performance from one Max Scherzer. How are you feeling? Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.